Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified life coach who helps social selling mamas create the life and business of their dreams with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of the Life Launch Podcast. Today, we're talking all about how to coach your team. Now, if you are in network marketing or direct sales, or you are a social seller who has a team like a VA or a bookkeeper or an assistant or someone who is helping you, this episode is for you. I'm going to walk you through some of the basic tools that I use as a life and business coach to help my clients that you can also use on your team. Now, a lot of the examples are going to be for specifically social selling, but you can extrapolate and use these tools in really any relationship in your life. You can use these tools in your marriage. You can use these tools with your kids. Today, I'm also trying something new. While I am recording this podcast, I am also recording a YouTube episode. So we're going to try this out and see how it works. And if this works well, then this is something that I'm going to continue to do moving forward so that I can provide amazing content on both my podcast and my YouTube channel. All right. So we're going to jump right in and talk about some of the coaching tools that you can use to grow your team dynamic, increase your team culture and increase your team sales. The very first thing is to use a technique called holding space. This is something that I learned when I was going through my certification at the Life Coach School, and it is one of the most powerful tools, and it's actually one of the most challenging tools for me to use because when I first got into life coaching, before I got my training, I really thought coaching was all about giving advice and helping people by giving them answers to their questions or their problems from my own experience. And then I learned about holding space and realized that this was not at all what coaching was about. And I think it really relates to being a leader. It's very often that as a leader, we think that what we're supposed to do is give people the answers to their questions or fix their problems. When in fact, really amazing leaders know that the people on their team don't need answers. They are not problems to be fixed. And in fact, those people on their team are so brilliant themselves that they have their own answers inside of them. And it's our job as their leader to help pull those answers out of them. And one of the best ways to do this is by holding space. So what does holding space mean? Holding space means that if your team member is in the pool, let's say they are swimming around in their business, they're showing up, they're doing things, they're posting on social media, they're hosting parties, they're having people join their team and then something goes wrong and they get some negative feedback or they have a really bad month and they start flailing around in the water and they're drowning and they're yelling and they're screaming and they're telling you this isn't working and I'm tired and I need a break and I'm about to give up. If you jump in the pool with them, you are going to get pulled under with them and jumping in the pool with them is saying, yeah, it is hard and yeah, I totally get it. And here, let me fix your problem. That's jumping in the pool with them. Holding space is you staying on the side of the pool so that you can offer perspective and you can give them a lifeline. If you know anything about life-saving 101, you're not supposed to get in the water with the person who is drowning. You are supposed to stay on the edge and throw them 
lifesaver, right? And we are so quick to jump in the pool with people. I want to challenge you this week, the next time somebody on your team comes to you and they're freaking out because of something that's happened, do not get in the pool, okay? Hold space. And here are some of the ways that we can hold space. We can hold space by suspending our judgment of the situation, What's right? What's wrong? What's the problem? What's the solution? All of these things are judgments. And it sounds good and it sounds nice and it's coming from a genuine place inside of us, but really it doesn't allow the person on our team to access their own wisdom for the problem that they have. And in fact, sometimes it can even heighten the problem and feed into that negative energy and make it worse. So the very first thing to do when you notice that your team member is drowning in the pool, they are freaking out, they want to quit, they want the whole thing to be done, is to listen. To listen to what they are saying, but even more than listening to their words is listen for their heart. Out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks. So the words that we are saying come from how we are feeling and what we are thinking. And so if we are just listening to the words, we are missing out on the most important piece, which is the heart of the matter. So they might be saying, I'm so tired and I'm so frustrated and I want to give up, but the heart behind it is I'm scared or the heart behind it is I'm insecure or I'm questioning my worth or my value. So make sure that when you are listening, you are not just hearing their words, but you are hearing their heart. Now, maybe you're wondering, Heather, how do I do this? Like, I don't know how to read between the lines. Like, I just, if they're telling me this, I'm going to believe what they're telling me. Don't believe what they're telling you, okay? Not because you don't trust them, but because you know that on the surface level, what's presenting externally is just an indication of what's going on internally. So the second thing is to reflect back to them what you hear them saying. So they say to you, I'm so frustrated because this person was about to sign up on my team and then at the last minute they decided not to and because they didn't, I didn't hit this rank. And you say back to them, what I hear you saying is, and then you repeat back what you heard. And then before offering any advice or any feedback, you say to them, is there anything else? (laughs) Now this is scary because we're like, If I ask for anything else, then they're just going to keep dumping on me. No, they're not going to keep dumping on you. They're going to keep sharing what's on their heart. They're going to get all of that stuff out so that they can actually see it and they can decide what they want to do with it. So you say, is there anything else? And then they go on and tell you this other thing. Oh, I was about to host this party and the party got canceled and now my sales are down and I'm not going to hit the commission bracket that I want. And you repeat it back to them. What I hear you saying is repeat back what you hear and then ask them again, is there anything else? And if they are completely done with all of their thoughts and feelings, they've gotten everything out on the table. Now is the time for you to give advice. No, (laughs) just kidding. Now is the time for you to ask more questions. And one of my favorite questions to ask is how does that thought make you feel? And is that thought serving you? So when they say, I'm frustrated because this isn't working, they might not even realize that that's a thought. They're presenting it to you as though it's a fact. They're just like reading the news to you. They're like, this is how it is. But when you ask them the question, how does that thought make you feel? It reminds them that it is a thought and that the thought they are having is optional. 
We are never forced to think anything. And so when you say, how does that thought make you feel? They're going to tell you about their emotions. If they haven't already been using those kinds of words, they're going to tell you, I feel frustrated. I feel discouraged. I feel upset. And now is your opportunity to remind them that what they are feeling isn't coming from their circumstances. It's not coming from that team member that didn't sign up. It's not coming from that party that got canceled. It's coming from their thought this isn't working. So the next question that I want you to ask them after they tell you how they're feeling and you help them to see that their feeling isn't coming from their circumstance, it's coming from their thought. The next question is, why are you choosing to think that thought? And we're not saying this in an accusatory way or a judgmental way. We're saying it from a genuine place of curiosity. Why are you choosing to think that thought? When you ask this question, what it's likely going to do is help them realize that this is a choice, that they are not a victim to all the things that are happening to them, but they are actually a powerful player. And where their power is, is in their ability to choose the story they're telling themselves about what's happening. Why are you choosing to think that this isn't working? And then they're going to go on and tell you all kinds of other thoughts that they're having. And your job is not to solve the problem. It's not to give them advice. It's not to give them strategies of how to go back to that person or how to try and make that party happen or how to try and make the next sale. It is to listen, reflect back to them and be very curious so that you can show them how they're thinking. Now, if they're open to it at this point, I would suggest to say, is there another way that you could look at this situation? Now, this might not work if they are deep in the emotion, if they are really upset, if there's tears, if there's physical things going on in their body, they might not be ready to think about it in a different way. They might just need you to be there and to listen to them and to hold space for their sadness or their frustration. And one of the great ways to do that is to just say, it's okay for you to feel this way. It's okay for you to be upset. It's okay for you to be frustrated. Of course you're feeling this way because you're thinking it's not working. And that thought is very discouraging and I hear it and I'm here for you. And I don't want you to rush out of that feeling. I want you to really process it. And you being there with them and allowing them to name that emotion, just that alone is probably going to relieve a lot of the discomfort and pain they are experiencing. Knowing that we are not alone in our pain is powerful. In psychology, they call it co-regulation. When someone is really upset, they are not in a regulated homeostasis emotional place, being around someone else who is in that rest and restore that calm place helps them to come back into that place too, without giving any advice, without telling them what they should do, without telling them to change their thought, just being with them in their discomfort will help them to regulate their emotions and get back into a place of homeostasis. Now, this might not all happen in one conversation. This might be multiple conversations. If you use like Telegram or Voxer or something, this might be in multiple threads (laughs) that you need to go back and forth listening to them, reflecting back what you hear, holding space for their emotion. But once you notice that they have come to the other side of that wave of emotion, the next step is to ask them, is there another way that you could think about this situation? Another question I love is, if you believed that this was for you, how would you see it differently? 
I hope you're writing these questions down because these questions are gold. These are going to help you to empower the people on your team rather than feeling like you have to lift them up and you have to pull them along and you have to push them forward. You are going to empower them to do it themselves by using these tools and questions. So you say to them, is there another way that you could think about this that would actually serve you, that would help you to feel better about it? If it was for you, what would you think? How is that true? How could you see that that's true? And then they're going to start telling you, well, you know, I had some hesitations about this team member. I I think it's actually better that they didn't join. I really wish they did though, because I wanted to hit this rank, but my gut was telling me that it wasn't a great fit. Amazing. All of a sudden, this information that you didn't have before is coming to the surface. And why that is, is because you've given them a chance to see their own thoughts and feelings. You've reflected back to them what is happening for them unconsciously, what they're not even aware of, you have now brought into their awareness. And when they become aware of it, they can start to see their own solutions. And so you might ask them, okay, well, what about the situation of the party getting canceled? How is that for you? And they might resist and think, well, it's not for me. I can't think of any way that it's for me. And you can just rest and not feel rushed and not feel frantic. Just ask again. Well, what if you did believe it? Let's just go to the land of rainbows and unicorns for a second. What if you did believe it was for you? Then what? And their brain will turn and twist and you'll watch and you'll see and you'll want to jump in. And eventually they'll say, well... I guess if I'm not having that party, then I have more time to do an online party, or I have more time to create more posts, or I have an opportunity to plan another party with that same group of people next month and work towards my goals next month. The answers that are most transformative for the members on your team are not the answers that you can give them. It's the answers that they can come up with for themselves by you staying curious and open and holding space and not jumping into the pool with them. You are giving them access to their own creativity, to their own brilliance, to their own business blueprint. And I promise you, it's already inside of them, just like it's already inside of you. You don't need someone to tell you the answers because I believe that you already have them. But if I'm always trying to tell you what to do and tell you how to show up and tell you the action to take, you don't get the chance to figure it out for yourself. And that is true empowerment. That is true leadership is when we raise up other leaders who can find their own solutions. Not that they have to do it on their own, not that they have to do it without support, but that they are not seeing themselves as a problem that needs to be fixed, that they are seeing that all of the things that come up in their lives, they are equipped to handle if they believe that they can, if they believe it's possible. And so as their leader, you are going to hold that belief for them when they can't hold it for themselves. If we could believe for other people, oh my goodness, then we could really get a lot done in a very short amount of time. But the truth is, is that a person has to believe for themselves. And so as their leader, we can offer our belief. We can say, I believe in you. I think it's possible. I know you can do it. But where the shift really happens is when they say, I agree with you. You're right. I believe it too. And the most likely way that that's going to happen is not when you just tell them the answer, but you create an opportunity for them to find their own answers. 
If you found this helpful, I would love to invite you to come to my upcoming free training called Team Building Secrets. It's happening on Thursday, December 9th at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And here's what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to teach you how to recruit heart-aligned team members. I'm going to give you my best tips for how to identify and create future leaders. And I'm going to give you communication tools to create a thriving team culture. You know all those difficult conversations we're talking about? I'm going to give you all of my best tools to make those difficult conversations into conversations that will create growth in your team. If you're interested in this training, you can check out the link in the show notes and the link below this video. It's also on my Instagram profile. If you're not already following me on Instagram, I'm at Heather Borsma and I would love to see you there. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.